what's going on over there other than everybody's dumb. The instant you step out of line, you say something that they don't like and they don't like you personally, they're going to use all those pre-existing laws and they're going to use it on you. A woman exposed her male genitalia to women and underage girls. That's what happened. It's pure propaganda and it's super cringe, by the way. Um, <laughs> it's super, it's super cringe. And I, best of friends, rebelnews.com, tatumreport.com. How are you, Eric? We're waiting for uh, comedian Michael Ridley. Once his, once I see his video, I'll bring him in. <laughs> yeah, um, dude, I uh, found a gray hair this week, so I'm not doing too good. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. Welcome to my life. <laughs> my light okay? I, I look, or am I, I'm just this pale anyways. Um... <laughs> Already demonetized as soon as the video goes up. I'd like everybody to know. Why? Um, what do we do? We I don't do know. It. Bill Burr and book banning is in the title. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but requesting review. Thanks to everybody listening on Spotify, Apple, and maybe Google. I think it's on now. And then, of course, everybody. There's Michael Ridley. Let's see if we can get him in here now. Oh, no. It's in color now. There All he right, is. Later, dude. I got it sorted. <laughs> <That looks good. laughs> What's up, bro? Me and Michael Ridley. How are you? Boomer, boomer. Let's put them in the middle. What's good? How are you? I'm good, man. Ooh, just had some technical difficulties. I don't have like a nice computer, so I came over to my buddy's house and got it. Like I'm on his like <laughs> super dope gaming streaming setup at his house right now. What is that you're drinking? Fucking Topo Chico, baby. I have no idea what that is. So Where this is live? like a white claw of Austin, Texas. I just okay. saw those for the first time at the like like a week ago. It's like I don't oh, know, yeah. they just popped up overnight, bro. Kind of like uh, yeah, I guess like White Claw. Like just one day, everybody's drinking those. The bird scooter of drinks. <laughs> just so, so I saw Michael on an episode of Kill Tony, a comedian down there, and I just thought you were hilarious, man. So I reached out, and uh, especially your brazenness with the mullet and the racial epithets and everything <laughs> you're doing. I'm a fan Thank of you. immediately. So Thank I had you, a all woman ask him. Thank Hell you. So Thank maybe you, it's man. your name that's got, it, got it getting us demonetized immediately. If you're, you know, <laughs> if they know you've been been saying some racialized things at a comedy show, that's definitely enough to get us demonetized. But whatever, worth it. Susan can kiss it. Exactly. We've already been. I don't know. We were susp- the long, the worst we've had so far is what a week suspension on this chan- on my channel. I think. Oh, yeah. What what do we so, say that time? Something about the the juice. I forget. Probably I forget. yeah. It was it um. It was showing one of the vaccine commercial, like the Stephen Colbert vaccine thing. I think I don't know. Oh it's yeah, copyright strike. Copyright strike for yeah playing right. the Colbert clip. Got it. Hilarious. Yeah, you can't. Be who doing now? That. For the record, has Rona right? Did he? Did Did you see that tweet? Colbert, who has been triple, quadruple vaxxed, whatever, quite literally made a propaganda minute field of dancing syringes. He's got it. And he's so thankful that he got it. It saved him. He would have died otherwise. We all know that. So this is oh, insane, yeah. bro. I can't believe They it. just extended the uh, mask mandate for certain places here up in on lovely Ontario, Canada. Oh, Actually, nice. um, so for old age homes, hospitals, doctors, offices, and a couple other things. And then the guy who was announcing it said, you should probably get your fourth and fifth shots as well. So <laughs> I've gotten COVID. I've gotten COVID four times and I have no shots. That's impressive. That's what one, I'm of my fr- 
<laughs> one of my friends just got it. He's got two shots, I believe, because his mother was sick. So I kind of get that. But yeah. how's it working for you now? Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know, bro. I'm just chilling. Like, I don't know. My wife got the shot. So I think we're just going to do this long term uh, experiment where uh, <laughs> I'm going to ex- I'm going to continue to exist with a pure semen and uh, she'll have <laughs> she'll have her vaccine. And she's always feeling like shit. So I don't know, dude, I'm worried. I'm like low key worried about it. Like I was a little pissed off. I was a little pissed off when she got it because I didn't trust it. But uh, we'll see what happens in like 40 years. Maybe she'll like lose an ear or some <laughs> shit. Or uh, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I just think I have a natural immunity. I'm like I'm half Filipino, so I got like that jungle Asian blood in my body. <laughs> I was just born with the antibodies. I never get sick, dude. I never get sick. And when I got COVID, dude, it was like hardcore. Like I thought I was gonna die. I was scared to sleep. And then I got it again, and it was like a cough for like two or three days. But the first time, it was like two weeks of hell. Like it sucked. But I don't think it would warrant anybody to. I don't think a vaccine is like. I don't know. I wouldn't get vaccinated after that. I was like, oh, I just had the flu. Like it just felt like a really shitty flu, dude. Whatever I, mean, I had. Perfect. They they work. Like that's true. Joe Biden I is the greatest president week, of all bro. time. Yeah, Joe Biden's got to subscribe to YouTube. Um, whatever I had, and a couple of my coworkers had it as well. It was something that lasted twelve hours. Body aches, headache, f- feeling really weak. I don't know what it was, but it could have been, could have been malaria. Could have been. You know, could have been anything. I have to stop Dirty myself. Mosquitoes, dude. Ridiculous. Um, the title track today is about Bill Burr making fun of Canada. And there's going to be, I'm sorry for you guys, a couple Canadian things in this episode today. I know you guys hate Canada and everything it stands for. But uh, let's see what Bill Burr had to say um, about Canadians on some Red Sox bro- broadcast. Is it going to work? This is what you're supposed there to do. <laughs> Although I gotta tell you, Toronto talking trash really kind of lit a fire. Like it's really bugging yeah. me. Ooh, they got they got some rough fans too up in the Rogers Center. Oh, that's a confident Whoa. group over there. Toronto? They get they, oh they get nasty. And that bullpen. Toronto. Yeah. You, let's go. Oh, if you're down there, we're they gonna go. You we'll, we'll, they go, we'll go out to the right field. One time. Yeah, Toronto. I actually Canada in general is low key hostile. <laughs> you know what I mean? They try to act like they're the best white people. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Before you got here, so get off your high horse. Bill, thank you so much for the visit. Uh, wonderful. Look forward to the show coming up on Sunday. So, how you guys feel about Canadians? Um, POCs. <laughs> All I know is uh, when I was in college, this was many years ago. Uh, they told me to pretend I was Canadian because the the native Spaniards didn't like Americans. I still don't know if that was true. So there, I think Where is that. A, I was in, um, dude. This was like. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let you guys know exactly how old I am, but it was a long time ago. I was in Madrid, Spain, and wow. some people told us to uh, pretend we were Canadian because, for whatever reason, the Spaniards didn't like Americans. I don't know if that's true. It probably not, is not true. It was just weird propaganda because now <laughs> I realize that uh, the anti-American propaganda goes way deeper than than you know what I initially thought. It's like, oh, people hate Donald Trump, but this has been happening for many years, and they try to pretend like Canada is. Uh, I guess I guess Canadians are a little bit more polite, but that's why you guys dealt with these stupid mask mandates and and juice more mandates agreeable. for for you know, more agreeable than the Americans. Yeah. Like you know you know what we do down here. There's a you know a gun hiding behind every blade of grass. Yeah, so try it. Michael, you first. ever been to Canada? Huh? You ever, ever been to Canada? No, I've only been to Japan. I've never been out of the country <laughs> other than that. 
I've only been to Japan, dude. I've never, I don't know, dude. Uh, 2016 Bernie bro, Michael Ridley wanted to move to Canada really bad. And now uh, 2022 uh, center right. Michael Ridley is more like, yeah, I'm kind of glad that I'm moving to Texas. <laughs> like it used to be like, I want to go going this way. Now, now I'm going, I want to go West. But they pushed a lot of people, right? You're not the only person to be like Bernie, bro. You know, five or six years ago, like th- that. But that's cut to like- the cut to the Joe Rogan where Kanye was on, and he's talking about <laughs> that, where it's like they'd rather lose. You know what I mean? They'd rather risk losing to Trump than, which I mean, yeah, I did I did end up getting like, if anything, it was the the Democrats who radicalized me to the middle, which makes you the right now. Yeah, yeah. So it's like anywhere that's not all the way over here, you're, you know what I mean? You're over yeah. there. You're conservative. And I mean, uh, I took I made a video of me voting for Trump and everything as a joke that I'm like still scared to post. I literally went to the polls with nothing in mind. I was like, I had no idea who I'm going to vote for. I was just going to write in some bullshit because my wife was going to go vote for, I don't know, independent and lose like we did uh, 2016. <laughs> I saw a can of orange soda in the parking lot. <laughs> And it's I was like, yep, there we go. An unopened can of orange soda just chilling <laughs> in the parking lot. I was like, yeah, I got to vote for Trump, dude. So, yeah, maybe it's good that like people like me don't typically vote because I literally get swung by a can of soda in the parking lot. <laughs> so what would have been the and, Joe Biden sign? Like a, a box of Depends or something? Like what, what? Yeah, just like a fucking elderly a raisin? man. Just an elderly <laughs> man outside convulsing in the parking lot with shit in his drawers. Just, here's a deal. <laughs> you're gonna change my diaper <laughs> the problem i had when like i think a lot of people thought when they were first getting into politics or even just paying attention yeah. to what bernie sanders was saying that he you know he had ideas that would help people but then as a canadian he kept talking about the canadian healthcare system but he wasn't telling the truth about it he's he, he acted as if we didn't have private health care insurance which you can get if you want to pay a hundred to five hundred bucks a month for your own private health insurance, you can. Not everything is covered, like he claims. Like you still have to pay um, subsidized for medication. You still have to pay for ambulance rides, stuff like that. Like it's not everything's not covered. And what he's pu- was pushing for is not the same as the Canadian system. So it was weird that he kept saying, "Well, Canada could do it." But Eric, you do all New Yorker accents. <laughs> well, that's a. <laughs> It's Fauci slash Cuomo slash Bernie. They're all the same to me, but I have a The trillionaires question. and the billionaires. The billionaires, the millionaires and the billionaires. Universal healthcare. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> all the girls with green hair, come to the front. Come to the front, green hair girls. What do you want? Come sit on Santa Claus, but it's just Bernie. Yeah. Bernie Claus. Uh, Bernie yeah. Claus, hell Bernie yeah. Bernie Claus, get, you know, uh, the, the, the healthcare. Um I'm curious, though, outside of politics, honest question, outside of politics, what profession do we even remotely take seriously for an 80-year-old? Most people retire at 65, Walmart but we're, we got Joe Biden, uh, Pelosi, uh, Fauci, who's the oldest of them all. Or I don't know if he's the oldest of them all, but he's older than Joe Biden, and I will give him credit because he can put together a sentence. But what else? I mean, you don't send an 80-year-old out there to teach kindergarten. You don't send an 80-year-old to teach driving lessons or or even be a doctor. So I'm just genuinely curious why we're still taking these people seriously. Even Trump is too too old, bro. Like 70, what is he, 75? He's starting to get there. So I'm just genuinely curious. What other profession do we take seriously at that age? How do we get here? And how do we get out of here, I guess, is a better question. Didn't they say if if Biden wins by the end of his second term, he'll be 90 something. 
Yeah, bro. Like he's I believe shit, dude. he'll end up at like ninety one or something like that. We need How did good, we get here? Nobody knows. We need a good um, uh, like mid forties president, you know. Yeah. And through a first divorce, he just bought a sports car. Yeah. <laughs> we need exactly. like the cool stepdad. We need the cool stepdad president. Yeah. We exactly. tried the cool the cool prime minister. Turns out he's just an idiot. So <laughs> I mean, I, I look well. at the rate we're going. Kanye West does not seem like that bad of a vote. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Right. But he's gonna mandate like everyone who makes under twenty grand will get a pair of Yeezys, and they'll be the worst <laughs> thing. You have to wear them. We'll have to wear like those. Uh, we'll have to wear those Yeezy rags, and it'll just look like this uh, communist country of everyone wearing yeah. shitty, tattered designer clothes. All and beige. Those, it's all beige. Those, yeah, those beige ass fucking rags that he's selling for like hundreds of dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah you'll live weird. in his domes as well. Yeah, and wear those uh wear those weird ass fucking uh, easy slides that look like alien shoes. <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay. National but... anthem will be rewritten by him. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, How could you well... be so heartless? <laughs> um, but every all morning that said, at school, that I mean, it might not be as bad as what we have now, dude. I mean, I'm just saying, like, everything is po- nothing is off the table at this point. Like, nothing no. is off the table. We have this old guy. He's cl- clearly in an empty suit. Everybody knows. The only people who are still pretending that Joe Biden is actually in charge is a couple of people from CNN or MSNBC. Like, he can't even put together a sentence. And that's, you. I mean, I'm preaching to the choir here. It's not an exaggeration. And he's, well, uh, uh, you know, they ask him, uh, what did they ask him about Title 42? And he started talking about mask mandates. And it's like, bro, we asked you about the the open border the open southern border and you started talking about the cdc bro which which of course is even more insane because if you're still so scared about the virus then you should probably close the border but i digress none of it makes any sense the point is nothing is off the table at this point we've just we've become a it's beyond parody it is beyond parody i'll be the fucking president fuck it yeah yeah there we go first asian president we need an asian president we need a young we need a young, uh, white passing Asian president. We need an Asian Obama. I'll, I'll do it. Ridley, twenty whatever, twenty whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's you, the you need a dumb Asian. You need a dumb Asian who can't do math to be president. He's relatable. He's fucking. You know, he's got a white wife, a pit bull. There you go. That's that's gonna be the. It's better than Andrew Yang. <laughs> Andrew Yang, oh my, like oh everything my God, dude. All of his ideas were just give away more money, and I wanted there to be. You know, I would put him in the category of more sane Democrat leaders with him and Tulsi Gabbard. But still, when you look at his actual ideas, it's like, give everybody a thousand dollars a month. We'll just raise taxes. And then he had another one when he was running for governor of New York. Another plan to just give people money or mayor. Sorry. And uh, I'm just like, you're a businessman. Yeah, that wouldn't work. I'm I'm also Virginia. That wouldn't work in Virginia at all. All of our taxes go directly into the into the pockets of the people running this place, dude. It's so bad. Yeah, they get they filter every single dollar through their their uh, you know it's like quicksand. You think it's gonna come up like anyways, but uh, he also played the race card when he was running for mayor in New York. Uh, I nice. think it was like it's crazy too how <laughs> nice. It's, um, nice it's uh his Yu Gi Oh race card the <laughs> furthest <laughs> the furthest left leaning places are always somehow the most racist right if i lived in south dakota for a year and didn't hear one time about a angry white man who wanted to string up a black guy in sioux Falls, south dakota but uh the the new york new york magazine the one of these weirdo leftist publications wrote a, a cartoon or something about andrew yang and he's like yeah that's that's racist when really what they were doing was they were playing on the fact that he's not from new york 
So they're like this, this out of towner comes in. I don't know where Andrew Yang is from, but you know, New Yorkers get very territorial, right? Like, and that's why I make it 100% clear. I had some people on my Instagram lashing out at me because of my book. And they're like, you're not from here, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, well, too bad, bro. You guys. And that's why I got up and left because there's no strings attached for me here. Like this place sucks. I'm getting out. If you're from here, that's too bad. You can stay and, and hang out with your family, but I'm cutting the cord because you guys, this is terrible. It's unlivable. And they basically they called out Andrew Yang for for not living in New York, and then he said, "Oh well, that was racist." And it's like, bro, you, you're not from New York. You want to be the mayor, and you're it you're just going to come in and give everybody. Let's see is if I can pronounce this. Schenectady, New York. Okay, upstate, upstate. New so York. I don't believe he lives there. Okay, well that's that's then he should have probably said that he was making. And now he's independent. Like a, he has apparently. a new party, right? The what is it? What is it called? The Forward Party. I don't know. That it's never going to happen, Yang. It's just not going to happen. You're a racist. Uh, <laughs> <that's true. laughs> Speaking of uh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, though, I was watching some storage, <laughs> uh, not storage wards, um, Pawn Stars clips on YouTube, as I'm known to do. And some, some old guy comes in saying his, he used to play Pokemon cards with his children. They grew up. They don't care anymore. He kept them all. Long story short, he had $290,000 worth of Pokemon cards. And whoever the leader there is, the, the main guy, the bald guy. Who's the in bald charge, dude. He's like, Rick Harrison. Yeah. He's just like, oh, no, I don't want to get into this because I don't know what I'm talking about. They could have, the guy would have, I guarantee the guy would have accepted to a quarter of a million dollars. Just this huge profit. He's like, oh, I don't want to get into that. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's like Charizard is a popular character in the Pokemon world. Now sell it. Like it wasn't that big of a deal. He could have made like two hundred grand off of this easy. And he's like, I don't want to do it. Wait, is All that my... still, still happening? No. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Does it still what? go? Oh shit. Okay. What Pokemon cards? No, no, uh, the show. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't yeah. know. Okay. Yeah, they got. I just uh, watch but... YouTube clips. Uh, well, dude, here's the thing. All my. I would have. I would have cashed in on all my old Nintendo shit, but it all got sent to the Philippines the moment I outgrew it. <laughs> I had all that shit, dude. <laughs> <clears throat> the original, uh, look up how much the original uh, Pikachu, hey you, Pikachu N64 goes for nowadays on eBay. I had that. Now it's in a Filipino landfill. <laughs> I had all that stuff, dude. That's on like, I don't, I don't know. A fun story about Filipino landfill. There was this thing. <laughs> there was <laughs> this big story in Canada a couple years ago where we were sending our garbage to them. And uh, <laughs> in, 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 in just the Filipino race is so agreeable. Like, yes, Canada, you can bring your trash here. It's okay. Well, it's they like have uh, shit all over our country. They have recycling plants there, yeah. so we were supposed to send plastic to them, but we sent two sea cans or however many it was full of just rotting garbage, and Hell we yeah. had agreed we had agreed to take it back for seven years. So across like three administrations, we had agreed to take it back, and. Um, the, who was it? Duterte, the guy who came Duarte, in and started yeah. killing all the drug dealers. Yeah. He said, if you don't take it back now, there's going to be war. So I went out and did street interviews about that um, on my like interview channel. Got 300,000 <laughs> views. But that was the first time I started getting death threats. Filipino yeah. death threats. You come to the Philippines, <laughs> I'll kill you. Um, yes, you don't want to fight with the Philippines. This is propaganda. You need to do your research. Just like. The most hate I've ever gotten, and it was Andrew. You do video. not want this smoke with the Philippines, okay? We'll come, we'll come to Canada, okay? I know it's cold. We bring a jacket, okay? <laughs> One of them said, "If you ever come to the Philippines and there's a war going on, I will find you and kill you." And that was a Facebook message. 
Oh yeah, All right. it's you hard. Had, you hardcore, struck man. a nerve. It's hardcore out there, dude. No, like motherfuckers <laughs> die every day in the Philippines, dog. That's why I'm not going. I'm never going to the Philippines. I, I mean, Home I would Japan. have literally been down. One of my homies moved out there uh, from from San Francisco. One of my friends from San Francisco moved there, and he's still collecting. He's renting out his room in San Francisco and collecting like twenty five hundred bucks a month and living in the Philippines and traveling around Southeast Asia. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> the cost the of living is, uh, it, dude. You can live like a fucking boss out there. That's what my dad's gonna do. Yeah, that, but but it got him in trouble because now he's got like two like two or three kids with two or three different baby mamas. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's throwing around his money and pretending. It's like, dude, you. Hell you yeah, dude. Gonna, you haven't had. You got fired from Uber, bro. That's what basically what happened. He, he got fired from Uber for refusing to drive like a long trip or something, doing doing creepy stuff. He's anyways. <laughs> I, I digress. But he got up. He's just collecting Freaky his rent Uber money. driver moves to the Philippines and busts hella nuts in <laughs> Filipino women, and now has a bunch of bastard kids. Yep, that's basically. And he's American, so all mamas think he's a baller, but he's just like a normal ass dude. Yeah, he's just a, he's, he's just collecting a, stimulus checks. I don't know if he's collecting stimulus checks, but you know, I, I should hit him up after this. Well, shout out he's to definitely getting Mike. stimulated for sure, dude. If he's living in the Philippines, bro. Um, no, I was thinking of Thai lady boy, so we'll move on. Uh, oh, Florida yeah. releases four examples of critical race three textbook content rejected <laughs> from public schools. Um, so some of the stuff is pretty weird. So this is in a math book, I believe, where they're talking about which races are the most racist um, and which age groups. So apparently almost half of all people over 65 are racist and they have, if it's less than 15, little or no bias, 15 to 35, slight bias, 35 to 65, moderate bias. So you can see apparently this all 35 sounds made to 44, up. of course it is, 35 to 44 is somehow the least racist age group. I'm not sure why. So they're even saying that the children themselves, a third of them are racist, which is insane to tell a small child one in three of you hates each other for your skin color and then they have by race over here or um no, this according to this affiliation according to this chart i'm a senior citizen <laughs> <laughs> um racial affiliation of course you're very liberal you're least likely to be racist and moderately conservative you're just off the charts here nice and that it's no and neutral you're not racist at all i don't know how that works so I don't just... see color, man. I don't see it. <laughs> it's I, just that guy. <laughs> I mean, you could be black, you could be brown, purple, orange. <laughs> Not like Theo Vaughn. That's that um, <laughs> a, a math book or something. Yeah, a math book says what me racist? More than two million people have texted their racial prejudice using oh an online God. version. Of the implicit, so the implicit bias test is literally they flash things on the screen, and uh, you're supposed to be able to tell if you have a, a bias, if you have a negative feeling. So they'll flash a black guy on the screen, and if you press that, you have a <laughs> negative feeling. I'm serious, that's what it is. Um, because they show them the picture, these... yells the n word immediately. Because <laughs> people it. always used to point to this test in Australia where they oh had like <laughs> 200 something people that go on a bus, and if the bus driver asked them for their pass or something or watched their uh them put the change in there they, they had racial bias and then they used another one which was sending job applications in with black names um <laughs> as opposed to white names with the same <laughs> credentials i don't know how That's you monitor good. that like deontay or shaniqua Sh 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 i guess is the classic one right uh did, did anything with a Go d you gotta put the Madden. d in front like the apostrophe 
Yeah, yeah, deep uh, I, I U S at the end, Javarius. Yeah. yeah, Aquarius, Aquarius. Yeah, yeah. Um, this most groups average between slight and moderate bias, so everyone's racist. But difference okay. um, differences amongst groups by age, by political identification, are intriguing. Um, and then we get in. They have a formula for it. It looks like, which is really strange. As I don't well. even know. I, I don't, as an Asian, Here's, I couldn't. I couldn't calculate that formula, brother. <laughs> I'm just looking at that, dude. I'm just like, well, dude, if I got to do all this math, then you're fucking racist, dude. All right, how are you going to expect me to do all this fucking math, dude? Uh, yeah, you put you really put on the accent there when you're when yeah, you're I know. trying to sound stupid. Uh, language objectives. <laughs> Students identify the next successive number to five when counting by stating the number. I don't know what this means. This reminds me of that you build meme. a proficiency of social awareness by empathizing with classmates. Is that really how you learn math by counting the people you empathize with? With I don't That's know. Pretty I, weird. I learned how to like uh, just basically have a perspective on all races by hanging out with fucking every single one of them. I've hung out with almost every race, dude. Yeah, I don't need any diversity training. You you you, cho- no. you know pay someone pay some lady three thousand dollars to. To tell you that like black women are the most important thing and you can't even question she she could tell you that one plus one is eleven and you can't question it, otherwise you're a racist. But this reminds me of that meme um that I saw last week, I think, where it's a guy he's like it says uh first day at Harvard University and they're like, What is one plus one? And he's like, Oh, I got it, I got it, it's two. And she's like, Incorrect. It's racial equality. And it just, nice. that's, this is what this reminds me of. It's like, this has nothing to do with math. They're just squeezing in racist or anti-racist stuff everywhere they can possibly find it. Um, it's insane. And it also makes sense as to why kids are stupid now, right? They're not even being taught. They're being taught about, I mean, how? why should a kid know what, uh, you know, what racial bias is and what pansexual is. It's like, dude, you wasted that time. There's so many, you could have taught the kid how to throw a baseball, how to shoot a basketball, how to actually add, subtract, divide, multiply, all the real stuff. But you wasted time telling him that math equations are racist and that um, implicit bias is everywhere. It's like, why did you waste so much time? But there's obviously some sort of... uh, tinfoil hat conspiracy theory that's meant to make us all dumb and it's been going on for decades so is what it is i guess we'll just we just have to have fun at this point and enjoy it i think it's going to make kids more racist that's probably true that's probably what's going to happen is (laughs) that the kids are going to like befriend every race and then they're just going to casually throw slurs at each other just like the way (laughs) when we grew up you're just bringing it back I learned about racial harmony when I played basketball in high school and all my black teammates picked on me. That's, yeah. what I, that's what I learned about that. Eric, I'm carrying it over to our relationship. Man, Andrew, stop traveling, boy. You traveling. <laughs> you got to dribble that ball, boy. You got to dribble that shit, player. You can't the thing about black guys and Canadian. Like <laughs> thing about Canadian black guys is that we all sound the same. You got to dribble that ball, eh? <laughs> Pretty much. No, it was more so like I get up to go to the bathroom and then you come back and all your stuff is sprawled out everywhere on yeah. the in the bleachers. So, Eric, that's I mean, we somehow. did. We had back in eighth grade. I went to a mostly black school. There's a couple white kids, a couple Filipinos uh, out in Oakland, California. And uh, I can nice. recall we did make fun of the white kid on the basketball team. Like, I'm, but we, it wasn't like 
you know, we weren't racist. It was just like funny. It's like there was the first time. Oh, racism's I, funny to you, Eric? <laughs> it was the first time that I think yes. I had encountered a Jewish person. I didn't know what that was at that time, and I was like, "What's that? Like who's the, that? And, Pokemon?" <laughs> and he and uh, this is gonna sound Dude. awful, but I promise it's true. What is it? He he smelled terrible. It's like he oh, yeah, didn't yeah, yeah. he hadn't yet discovered deodorant, I think. So we were all like sweaty and like had already, you know, had our old spice and all sorts of things. But uh, I'm, I won't mention his name. I'm sure he's I'm 100 percent sure he's watching right now. <laughs> but uh, for whatever reason, he he smelled terrible and he wasn't really good at basketball. But we're talking about like seventh, eighth grade. So, uh, you know, I didn't think it was racist at the time. I was like, dude, why does this kid stink? He's the only one that stinks. Everybody else. So you had a musty sir? Jew in school growing up, and you know how to handle it. Just, <laughs> That's exactly just a musty, what happened. Musty Jew. We yeah. had Ser- a, a Serbian guy who do the axe shower in the hallway. So it seems like no matter where you are in the world, there's somebody showering themselves in axe body spray by their locker or something. No matter. Is that no stuff still around? I, I, I don't is, know. Yeah. The commercials though were the best. It's like if you put on this extremely generic scent, women will lust after you. Yeah, the recommended amount is the whole can basically (laughs) and then everybody will think you stink that way um this article from uh rebel news which i work for is you i'm sure you know um disclosure so when the whole protests were going on in ottawa with the truckers and everything we published i forget who wrote the wrote the article but we published these leaked text message from the rcmp and for american viewers that's like basically just the feds you can call them kind of like the fbi they had a group chat laughing they about like it. Our FBI, they're corrupt like our fbi it looks like everybody's corrupt eric okay. i can't give you exact information without getting sued by somebody no, um <laughs> so they had these text messages in a group chat leak where they're laughing about it leave some for us that sort of stuff generic you know laughing at protesters being trampled by horses so they say allegedly wink wink nudge nudge um, and now it turns out that after we found the a tip, which is like a Canada's version of a freedom of information act request, it turns out they were monitoring people just for talking about this. Um, so they sent hundreds of frantic emails and messages to social media teams, and they wanted to delete any promotional postings the agency had used featuring officers involved in the leaked chat. So basically the people who were talking about it. They took them out of all their PR stuff. If we scroll down a bit, they named the people who they monitored. Fox News is Greg Ree and Tucker Carlson. Um, True North is a Canadian company, so Cosman is a good guy. Andrew Lawton's a CEO. National Post, which is a big newspaper up here. Uh, Key and Bexy, who used to work for our company. And then Ian Miles Chong, who's a writer, and Ezra Levant, the CEO. And even independent reporter Benny Johnson. So they started monitoring their Twitters and... Um, and their social media accounts and screenshotted them and shared them around it's as like a PR strategy to watch what people are saying about them. Long story short is they basically use government money to monitor their Twitter accounts. And this isn't the first time they've done stuff like this. They've sent money to like American universities to like do a study on us. Recently, they handed out this certificate certification to canadian news companies to allow them for to allow them to get um tax breaks so like if you uh signed up for a premium like version an online version of a news company people could get that written off their taxes like get a tax credit for us but they spent time and a whole team 
going through our page saying why we shouldn't be allowed to have a tax credit for our viewers. It's just like they spend so much time on us and people like to think that we're this gigantic corporation and that we're sitting and plotting. That's another thing people get about us too. They think that we're sitting in a room and we're plotting, we're putting up websites far in advance. Events are staged. Like people don't realize like the girl who puts up our, who, like puts up a URL is like five foot one, like a hundred pounds. They, they envision it as this giant, uh, you know, machine that's developing evil plans. So it's really weird that the, it's really weird to have the government monitoring people in your company. I just want to say, why not me? Why am I not good enough? Yeah, you're not, you're not good enough, but this reminds me of a, uh, sorry if, if I don't know if you guys watch it's always sunny in Philadelphia, but it reminds me of the, uh, the donkey brains episode where they're like, well, you don't have a certificate saying that you don't have donkey brains. So we have to assume <laughs> you have the donkey brains. It's like you just created this so you could eliminate me from the running. And um, it's also a little bit strange that can we tie this into why they're freaking out so hard about Elon Musk trying to buy the platform so they won't be able to maybe get away with doing things like this. If mm -hmm. Elon, if Elon is authentic, we still don't know. He wants to, you know, put brain chips in people and all sorts of stuff. So there's, you know, there's a gray area with Elon. I don't know how much we can trust the world's richest man, but I, I have a feeling that they wouldn't be able to get away with stuff like this if Elon gets control of Twitter. And of course, if Elon is authentic in his in his uh, desire for free speech and maybe like not so much bias, uh, you know, you know, they're going to they're going to come after you like a, like we see with this libs of TikTok thing. They dox her, and then, and uh, what's what's the woman's name? Taylor Lorenz, who yeah. was literally like six weeks earlier crying on television about her getting doxxed, and then she does the same exact thing. And it's just Twitter is a, a cesspool, bro. Like I, I've never had one. Yeah, I was gonna say, Twitter doesn't really like comedians these days. I know they. I remember David Spade saying like Twitter's a great way to work out like jokes and see how funny they really are because you're literally just. It's up to everybody's interpretation almost via text, but I don't see any comedian really doing anything other than just posting stuff on their links to their stuff. Ryan Long posts his sketches on there, but you could find them somewhere else. And find Is Joe Rogan else. still on Twitter? Yeah, but he does like does he does that have an impact on his viewership or anything at all? I think Twitter is for psychotic people and people who are getting news sources. For some reason, everybody in the news has Twitter, and like that's mostly what it is if i'm not involved with news what would i need twitter for this is how i give myself a pass you know i don't know bro i also recently uh well i forget the story i was uh i was reading it was it was maybe about a year or so ago now and i, I genuinely did not realize that there's there's porn on twitter like you can't say yeah. that you can't you can't call uh, Caitlin Bruce, but you could literally, I found, I found, <laughs> look, I'll be honest. There was like this 50 year old woman. Oh, it was the only fans thing. It's like this old, nice. you know, 50. Look, I'm not, I'm getting old too. So I'm not going to shade a 50 year old woman, but it was this woman who was very distraught that only fans was maybe going to get rid of porn. And she took to Twitter to cry about how they were rip rug pulling her income by not letting her. Get <laughs> <laughs> told, Could you imagine being news. a fifty year old woman and that's the only thing like you haven't accomplished anything financially in your life? You're like, I have to show my pussy <laughs> on the internet. You can't do this to me. Exactly. It is actually 
it's, it's sad, bro. Like she she got kids and stuff, and you're on Twitter, like. And I was yeah, like, "Whoa, I didn't." Weird. Cause you can't get you can't get that stuff on Instagram or nah. no, they they kick you. They it's kick weird you that they allow everything like that, but giving misgendering somebody gets you banned. You can't and even put no porn on Tumblr either. anymore, right? Like Tumblr went by the wayside because people were using it for porn, and they said no more porn, and now it's pretty much gone. So I just I, it was surprising strong, to me. I guess I just sex, didn't know sex that workers, sex, sex workers, workers. Yeah, <laughs> sex workers. please. please. No, yeah, don't misname. Sex workers, they're people too. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's play this is an old thing from Nelk, which Canadians, more Canadians, you guys, but it's just so timely. With you know, I told uh Michael asked me what we we're gonna be talking about. I was like, transgender stuff will probably come up not every week <laughs> the last <laughs> the last three months. If it's not Leah Thomas, it's trans prisoners impregnating each other. Um, so this is very topical. Trump, right? I'm part of the transgender for Trump movement. Would you say I'm a male or a female? Trick question. Male or a female? You look like you're a male. See, you should never assume someone's gender. I'm actually neither. I actually identify as a cheetah. You know, the cheetah population is like very, very rapidly declining. So there's not many of like us cheetahs out there left, right? Most of us are located in South Africa, some of us in Northern Africa, and then some in East Asia. So that's why I started the transgender for Trump movement. How are these girls so paralyzed that they can't disagree with this guy? That's what I want to know. Dude, the brainwashing, bro. They're they're brainwashed. They're they're at university. They can't they can't make any air. make any answer the wrong answer, and then you <laughs> silence people. That's how you get people to shut the fuck up. You put them in a position most where anything they say, if they stick up for themselves in any way, then they're wrong. They're, they're they'll gone. Be punished. They'll they're be racist. Punished. Yep, you're out of here. This is a social conditioning that's going to last over the next. You know 10 or 20 years till eventually it's like get on these buses we're all going to work we owe china a lot of money guys okay and don't you dare say anything to them and you'll that's, all be that's listening what i think it is this is a long form mental conditioning of just like bowing down and being a bitch i don't mean, like dude you're a dude you're fucking with me like the inability the kids the kids nowadays having the inability of knowing when somebody's like obviously trolling or fucking with them because, yeah like you're being you're or being even... manipulated but jokes aren't cool. You like you can't joke. Yeah. Like it's not even cool to joke. Bro. Even the ability to just be like, nah, and then just walk away. Like that they can't even do that. They're standing there, they're listening to what he has to say and taking it seriously. Yeah. No matter how no, they no, do you think do you think, you know, when these guys, whatever however many millions of subscribers they have, like how many times they've come across people that are like, get the f out of here, bro. You're trolling. Like they must have a bunch of that that just never sees the light of day, I would assume that like some people have to be seeing through this. It's not like they can't go out there and, and bat a hundred, right? Like they must be what 50, 50 mm. of people that are like, nah, dog, what are you talking about? Get guaranteed though. Guaranteed. You can get, you can get a video like this out of any white girl wearing high waisted jeans with her ankles showing <laughs> like that. Like that is just like a clear telltale. Like, I mean, you know, uh, uh, I guess uh, yeah, look at her, dude. Look at her fit. Bro. <laughs> look at the, uh, <laughs> she's got like the little, uh, poofy bracelet like yeah. all the girls all the girls nowadays are dressing like the girls in the 90s like mm -hmm. it's, it's just these girls should, they um man they dress every like girl in my people. office <laughs> every girl in my office is wearing combat boots i go through the office there's... <laughs> bitch you ain't going to war <laughs> you wear those? like well one day they'll be like short and then the next day they're shorter than me and i start to notice then i notice that all of them were all wearing five girls the other day all wearing combat boots this thick on the bottom and i'm just like and they all have the high-waisted jeans. One of them, shout out Natasha, who wears leather pants. I, uh... nice. <laughs> they, just, they can't talk, right? 
they just like they just run fast and like kill antelopes and shit. But I'm one of the only Get cheetahs that can actually speak and communicate to you, with you, right? So I feel like it's my duty since I can speak as a cheetah and I'm also fast. I feel like it's my duty to just tell people to vote for Trump because he's doing a lot for us cheetahs. I'm glad you guys are going to vote. Okay, great. I'm a cheetah if you want. I can yeah, show you guys how fast I am. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Fast, right? That's good. Little, there's another one I'll bring up here really quickly. It's ridiculous, can. bro. Like, he, they can't, yeah, they can't, they can't stand up to it. They can't say, because if they were to acknowledge that this guy's not a cheetah, then they would also have to acknowledge that he can't be a woman, right? Like, and that mm. just is not going to fly in their, in their frame of mind. And I've just, just been using a, I've been using it to my advantage. Like, I, I use a women's restroom now. <laughs> like, I'll just piss all over the seat of the women's restroom. And I've been encountered a couple of times, like a Southern, you know, I'm, I live in Virginia. So when you see a male, you know, uh, it's pretty conservative out here. So when you see a male in a woman's restroom, an elderly white woman is going to say something to me. And I'll just be like, well, ma'am, this is what I identify as. Because <laughs> I went in to take a piss and she's in the stall. I can hear her. She goes, oh, so we're just we're just going to go ahead and use the ladies bathroom. Is that what we're doing now? And I was like, ma'am, I identify as a woman. And she didn't know what to fucking say. So like that video, I kind of used it to just... I mean, dude, take a piss, bro. Let me take a piss. I, I don't want to look at that. I just need to use a toilet, dude. I just need. And to use you a still have toilet. a mullet? Fuck yeah! I just you can't see it right now because, dude, I look like Asian Jack Nicholson when I don't have my hat on because I'm balding. Hold on, I'll do. I'll, hold on. Yeah, we'll get the thumbnail here. <laughs> this is why, like, you might as well be a Canadian with this haircut and this attitude. Yeah. Hold on. You get. get a, you're basically like every Canadian. White guy aged eighteen to thirty. It's getting uh, it's getting long. Actually, is way better. Fuck that hat, dude. <laughs> All right, here's the second part of this. You think you're, you think I'm a male? Yeah, man, you have a certain Guess what? <laughs> you shouldn't assume someone's gender. Yeah, I know. I'm not. I'm none of them. I actually <laughs> I identify as a salmon. Some people mistake me for a river trout, but I'm actually a salmon. I'm part of the transgenders for Trump movement. So I don't know if you know, but like a lot of us are being overfished right now. Like people are coming for us in the salmon community, right? Especially out east, a lot of us are being overfished. Have you heard about Trump's Animal Protection Act? He's doing a lot for us salmon to like give back to us, right? And I'm one of the only salmon that can actually speak English. Most of them just swim and like some of them lay eggs and stuff, but I'm one of the only ones that can actually speak and communicate for you. So I feel like on behalf of myself as a salmon to speak on behalf of the other salmons and help us protect like our society if you want to see me swimming and all my other salmon make sure you vote for trump okay right. i'll be swimming i gotta go fuck off to the right. river now because it's egg laying season oh, yeah. do you want to see my breaststroke <laughs> good form right so do you guys think that in china if you go up to a person and you just start saying Hey, isn't the president the greatest president anywhere in the world? Do you think they'd be paralyzed in the same way if you just start praising? Like, you you can't say anything bad about the Chinese government. Do you think they would just be paralyzed if somebody, maybe a government official or something came up? It's like, tell me all about how great this country is and how great the the uh, the president is. Well, you know, it's a, it's a wonderful president. I love being in China. And I've seen that in uh, Avi Amini's video. He's an Australian guy, so there's a lot of people who go there for school from China and they just say it's a it's a great country it allows us to come here so why wouldn't it be great we can travel abroad then come back and they say there's nothing that the go Chinese government does wrong and uh, they say no and they say what about you know punishing people for speaking out against <coughs> the government or speaking out against this or that and they say why, well, why would you want to 
why would you want to speak out against the government? It's great. So I feel like that's the same thing here. And I felt more so after I watched a documentary on how Mao took power. You know, people were just so paralyzed to say anything and to stand up for anything that they just got bowled over. Like children would be carrying the book of Mao. And then if you weren't carrying the book, what, you don't love the leader? Or the teacher mm. says anything, oh, you don't love the leader, and then the children all beat up their teacher. That's what I think if there was less resistance, and especially in America with Republicans or basically anybody who disagrees with that stuff, no matter where you align yourself. But if there was less resistance, there'd be so much more, and I'm sure it happens on college campuses. What, you don't believe a man could be a woman? And then it just escalates from there. And I think this is a few years ago, this video, but yeah, this is all I think there's a lot of places, I'm guessing, Berkeley, California, where they burn down a building if they don't like the person that comes to speak there. Which is a kind of a strange thing. Is like that's kind of how I started. Okay, the the individual mandate back with Obama, that's what was like, okay, I don't trust this guy. Like it was all like, okay, all right, you guys got me. Vote for a black guy, seems fun. The individual mandate kind of got me <laughs> thinking. I was like, oh, I don't trust this guy. And then it was when uh Berkeley Antifa was burning things down because uh or they weren't, it wasn't, wasn't burning down yet, but they were very angry. It was getting there. And, and that's when I was actually introduced to Ben Shapiro. And I was like, why are they so angry? And my buddy <laughs> told me, he's like, oh, uh, Ben Shapiro's going to speak. And um, what's the other, uh, what's the other like old white ladies? Or she's not that old, but like the white lady that they all hate too. Um, Christina Hoff Summers? Uh, no. Feminist she's, woman? Oh, Christina Hoff Summers is like a nice lady. Ann um, Coulter? And Coulter. And uh, they were chanting about how Ben Shapiro was a Nazi. And then, mm-hmm. and that's what opened my eyes. I was like, dude, this little guy with the yarmulke, you're calling him a Nazi. And that's ah, when it that's all started. That's my favorite, to- the Jewish um, Nazis. Those yeah. are my favorite ones. Yeah. That's the crazy, same thing bro. that I get. I, I, let's see, my boss, two of my bosses are Jewish. Oh, yeah. Um, our social media guy is Jewish. And then you can go like to the other professions um, in the company. like dominicans portuguese like it's everything at our company and we're still not and people still it's way less now than it was i don't know before i started working there but you still get people it's like you would support that you guys are nazis it's like so when i have to go ask my boss something and like (laughs) he's jewish at what point does the nazism come in there is what i want to know it's it's insane bro it's insane and there's another thing too when i was off battalion by the way oh yeah which i think uh (laughs) Elod had some footage of like a pro Azov. Uh, anyways, um, it's weird too because when I was working in, in Queens out in Long Island City, and I realized that a bunch of the kid like I'm I'm not trying to be a jerk, but it was like 75% of the people we rented to were Chinese American or Chinese students that they get their uh, school paid for, so they'd fly out to New York and and do whatever three, four, five years of school, and then they would go back. And there was a, a big language barrier. We didn't know too much. We were just trying to close these deals, you know. But these kids would leave the apartments in a wreck because yeah. they knew it was like, oh, yeah, I'm just here to, to, to go to school. And then we would like I saw some of the gnarliest things when these uh, some of these kids would move out. But one girl that actually worked at the building with us, she actually had some very harsh things to say about the Chinese government. And she was <laughs> like, yeah, I, like, I can't go back now. They sent me here. Like, so she was was like, I don't want to say a fugitive, but she was like, she did not like it at all. She worked with us. She didn't. She was like, I'm not going back. Like, it's it's completely corrupt, basically. Um, And it was just funny. Chinese girl. Yeah, Chinese girl. A Chinese girl, like a like an activated Chinese girl, like fucking like not like trying to unplug from that Chinese matrix, dude. (laughs) Dude, I'm terrified of China, bro. Have you guys seen that video? Like, um, 
there's clips from this reality show of like a Chinese Chinese CEOs and managers like coming over to American companies and they're basically having like conversations about us. We're like, uh, they're like Americans are really lazy and they like to complain a lot. They're nothing like Chinese people. Um, they don't work hard and they don't stay late. And it's like all the things that are in America <laughs> that people fight for that liberals fight for are like super fucking, um, it, it, it it's counterintuitive to the, to the way Chinese people think like, dude, uh, in America, if you stay late and you work hard and you, you work basically off the clock and you're trying to get shit ready for tomorrow, people kind of look at you like, what, what are you doing, bro? You're not you're not even getting paid to be here. You're working for free at this point. And in China, that's like, yeah, that's a good dude, man. That, yeah, that's exactly what we want. We want people who are more willing to work for free. That's what we want. Well, people who are like, oh, cool with slavery. That's what we want. Uh, <laughs> dude, are you cool with slavery? Dude, come to China, dude. We got plenty <laughs> of it, dude. We got gang and slavery, dude. You can uh, work at the Apple factory. We've got suicide nets. So if you ever want to just uh, try, you know. <laughs> You can jump out the window and get caught like a trapeze artist. But my thing about Jordans or something. Have you seen Chinese food? TikTok versus American TikTok? Like it's such yeah. a the, the the culture is so much different, dude. Like American TikTok is like uh Fortnite dancing and dumb shit. If you go to Chinese TikTok, it's like a guy doing oil changes with his raw hands, like diesel oil going all down his arm and stuff. He's like wiping his forehead, fucking drinking water, busting his ass. Uh, fucking elderly Chinese woman's like back is hurting from like cutting some like cu- like working some fields, and then he stays. He makes her a he makes her a scythe out of like straight pure wood and like carves it and gives it to her, and she's like so grateful and stuff. It's all about like ple- working hard. And pleasing your elders, like that's all Chinese TikTok is. So if any, I feel like they're just a uh, hyper conservative uh, people. Yeah, that just want well, it was a brilliant move for them to make something so popular and then push whatever they want here because they do boost the stuff that is degenerative. But yeah. I think most people, I think a person sitting there and saying I have seven different personalities in my head is not something that should be elevated to the top of somebody's algorithm. But it is, or a person who's like. You ever seen those ones that are like vamp people or people that dress up as werewolves and it's all stop motion <laughs> and flashlighting and they yeah, talk about yeah. how they're going to bite somebody to some <laughs> weird they wear the, they evanescence wear the fake, or something? Yeah, they wear the fake bangs and they do like the fade transfer. Yeah. Like, like wake me people. up, wake me up inside. I'm a gay vampire. Wake me up, dude. <laughs> uh, I'm not TikTok. familiar with TikTok at all. I don't know. I don't Just really type in cr- TikTok vamp cringe. YouTube. <laughs> I mean, I just see the uh, who's, who's the one that's lines going? from uh, <laughs> lip syncing lines from uh, Twilight. Yeah, over that's my head. Shit. There's the one, uh, the the guy that's going viral right now with the five o'clock shadow and the in the eye makeup, and he's like, "Oh, that's your definition of a woman." It's like I I don't know the guy's Man, name, but he's very like a woman. He's <laughs> very um like it just. I mean, I don't know if it's just for attention. If it's an actual delusion or, or, you know, like how many of these people actually believe this stuff? I mean, all the unfuckables of the world needed a platform. Therefore, transgenderism was born. I tend to agree. No, I mean, you're you're right, bro. Like that's that's what it is. A guy who wants to become a pretty girl for attention. Dude, I'd be a hot girl, dude. (laughs) It's the five o'clock shadow. You're not even trying. You're not even trying. Like get like. Th- throw us a bone, you know what I mean? Like, you could go Blair money White. Fixes. Yeah, I mean, it just proves to the point that, like, money fixes everything. Like, have you seen a, a poor transgender person? It's not going to look as good as a rich transgender person. And that's the oh, inequalities that I want to bring to this podcast is why are all these rich transsexuals 
You know what I mean, dude? Check your privilege, bro. All right? Not everybody has facial reconstruction money, okay? That's I can't true. get a banging set of tits. I'm just going to have to fucking mix and match, all right? I can't afford gotta, the 24-pack, bud. Or you got to join the military and get it. Yeah, that's right. I remember my dad. My dad was in the military. He was outraged about that shit. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, it's pretty uh, it's pretty weird that like that was a con- controversial thing. It's like, do you really want somebody who requires therapy and multiple surgeries to feel OK or feel normal? Do you really want them worrying about that while they're trying to, you know, not die? I don't I don't think I got so. denied for having ADD, but this dude gets a free ride. <laughs> I had to yeah. take Adderall when I was a kid. I had to take Adderall. I couldn't join the military. Bro. But this guy. There's still time. Join and the Canadian military. No, there's, there's absolutely no reason. I, I mentioned this, I think, a long time ago. But when I first got to New York, I worked at a restaurant that was, um, uh, let's just say they were over-representing the transgender community. We're talking about a staff <laughs> of like 30. Staff of like 30 people, a nice big restaurant, you know, bar, uh, kitchen, you know coffee or just uh, the food was actually delicious shout out to that restaurant you know uh, the food was actually really good but they were overrepresenting the transgender community i think it's because uh the the owner's uh sister is a conservative so she tweeted something about transgenders or something on twitter so they were sort of um overcorrecting but the point i'm trying to make is they uh they hired too many transgender people it got incredibly awkward they were <laughs> Bro, they were talking about they were talking about their hormone regimens. I'm standing. What's the name? Is this a restaurant? Yeah, it's called Meckleberg's. Welcome um, to Meckleberg's. Yeah. How many yeah. of your table? How many are at your table? May I see they? Welcome. They even had the pins. They had the pins. They they asked us. Mm. They, they they didn't force you to wear pins, but they had the they had, bro. This was like this was a long time ago. We're your talking flair. Like, you mean? You yeah, flare. Your Twenty the pronoun pins. Of flare? Pronoun pins. Pronoun flair. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so the point I'm trying to make is the restaurant, as delicious as the, the recipes were, they were no slouches in the kitchen. I, I will admit that. But the front of the house was a complete mess because of these <laughs> emotional, uh, this emotional group of people. And it was a recipe for disaster. So imagine taking that and putting it into a military setting. It's not going to, not going to end good. well, bro. Sorry. The food All was right. delicious, though. Shout out. I think we've run out of time here today. We only did we only did a, cu- a couple minutes on transgenders today. I feel like we didn't go hard enough. That's, Sorry, that's weird. Michael Ridley's <laughs> on Instagram at hey, racial affetet sweat. Oh, I, audio version, so I'll say chinky sweat for the audio listeners. That was Eric saying that, by the way. Um, <laughs> chinky sweat. That's should get me banned. It's great. Caught me off guard, man. I didn't. I, oh, I'm happy that you guys brought me on, dude. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Hell yeah, dude. I need to We're take it in for a tune-up, right dude. I need to take it in for a tune-up, dude. It's due for an oil change. So go ahead and follow him on Instagram there. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks, um, man. I appreciate in, it. In a couple of months, I'll bring you on uh, Rebel News with somebody else, too, so we can uh, we can get uh, more more eyes on your account. You're a hilarious, dude. Anything Thank you, you. want to say before, uh, before we let you go? Uh, I will say this. Uh, I'm sorry about the transgender unpuckable thing. I don't know who's going to watch this, but uh, I'm pretty sure that'll be clipped. That'll be clipped later and used against me. But it's all media matters. Yeah, media matters. But at that point, but at that point, I'll double down and I'll identify as a woman at that point. So they won't know what to do when they see that clip. 
because I'll be at full geisha garb when they're uh, trying to cancel me. If I ever get canceled, ever, I'll just always be in full geisha garb. I'm talking like Star Wars one with the little red line of lipstick right here and just pure white face. Uh, an Asian you guys trying face. to cancel somebody as they're recreating the story of Mulan. <laughs> Unbelievable. Dude. Can I just say though, the, the line, yes. just really quickly, the line about um, being unfuckable is it's true simply because we don't know how this wow. works. For them. Well, I mean, how does it work? We, we, wow. This is a question that you're not allowed to ask. I mean, how does it work? Did That's you right. have bottom you surgery? Can't you can't ask that question. Are you, I mean, look, Sorry. I mean, it's okay. yes, it's it's I mean, it's mean. It's a mean thing to say and it, it might hurt somebody's feelings, but it's a fair question like how does this actually work, right? I, I mean, mean, I think I just for the record, man, if that's what you want to do, you know, I mean, if that's what you want to be, go ahead. I want to be a stand-up comedian. And people doubted that. So, I mean, <laughs> you want to be a woman? I doubt it. Like, you know what I mean? I want to see you in 40 years. How's that? You know, are you going to keep up with the maintenance of your new vagina? I mean, it's, you know, if you gotta you gotta maintain it, dude. It's like a classic car. It's like, do you have the money? Do you have the resources to maintain it? Do so you have a garage to put it in? You know what I mean? Are you, <laughs> is it insured? Is it bonded? Is it? You know what I mean? Like, that's my thing. Is I'll see you in Rush forty years, and I, I believe in you. You know what I mean? I just I think everyone's full of shit. So I'm just like, is this? I want to join the. There should be like a senior NBA, right? Like like you know how they have the senior golf tour. Like I want there to be a senior NBA so I can get in the NBA in my in my twilight years. That's all. What I've, every black kid's always wanted to join the NBA. It's obviously you're wow. going to do that. Or you're, well, it's true, right? You come out and they give you a little basketball as soon as you 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 know break the, the birth canal. They give you a basketball. So the point I'm trying to make is obviously I can't keep up with these young kids, these 22 year old kids. They're dunking on people. They're flying through the air. But like, let's do like an older one so you know the 40 pluses can go join and maybe 50 plus because I'm gonna need some time to train. But that's what I want to do. So I'm gonna follow my dream. You no. guys follow your dreams, and uh, right. I'll see you at the top. So, like, in conclusion, I'm just going to say, dude, Andrew, thank you for having me on. I'll do this again. It was great. I fucking, I love sure. my voice setup. It's, like, really, like, good and professional. I got the little mood lighting and shit, dude. It would have been me on an iPhone, like, from a, a dick pic angle. Just, <laughs> hey, what's good, dude? Yeah, grateful to be here. Cock in hand. Like, that's why I was like, I, I drove. I drove an hour to get to this studio to be on this for you guys. So I really appreciate you guys well, appreciate having me on. That. Just hit me up next time you want me on, dude. And we'll, uh, we'll, do, we'll do the thing. Whoever's watching this, follow me on Instagram at Chinky Sweat. I'm a Virginia Beach-based uh, comedian. I'll be moving to Austin, Texas here by the end of the year probably. So you'll probably see a lot more of me later on. Awesome. All right. Thanks, everybody on Getter, YouTube, Twitter, and everybody listening on Spotify and all the other crazy crap that we signed up for, like Google <laughs> Podcasts. If you're on Google Podcasts, then we love you. See you next week. <laughs> Turn it up, Jordan.